0: The Man's Cub It was 7 o'clock on a very warm evening in the Sioni Hills when Father Wolf woke up from his day's rest. Mother Wolf lay with her big grey nose dropped across her four tumbling squealing cubs. Ah! said father wolf. It is the time to hunt again. He was going to spring downhill when a little shadow with a bushy tail crossed the threshold and whined. Good luck go with you, O chief of the wolves. It was the jackal, the baki, the dish liquor. The wolves of India despised Tabaki because he ran about making mischief. But they were afraid of him too because Tabaki, more than anyone else in the jungle, was apt to go mad and then he forgot that he was ever afraid of anyone and ran through the forest biting everything in his way. Even the tigers used to run and hide when Tabaki went mad. Enter then and look, said Father Wolf stiffly, but there is no food here. For a wolf, no, said Tabaki, but for so mean a person as myself, a dry bone is a good feast. Sher Khan, the big one, has shifted his hunting grounds. He will hunt among these hills for the next moon. So he has told me. Sher Khan was the tiger who lived near the Wain Ganga River, 20 miles away. He has no right, Father Wolf began angrily. By the law of the jungle, he has no right to change his quarters without due warning. His mother did not call him the lame one for nothing, said Mother Wolf quietly. He has been lame in one foot from his birth. That is why he has only killed cattle. Now the villagers of the Wainganga area are angry with him, and now he has come here to make our villagers angry. They will scour the jungle for him when he's far away. And we and our children must run when the grass is set alight. Indeed, we are very grateful to Sher Khan. Shall I tell him of your gratitude? said Tabaki. Out! Out! snapped Father Wolf. Out and hunt with your master! You have done harm enough for one night. I go, said the Baki quietly. Wait, you can hear Shere Khan below in the thickets. I might have saved myself the message. Father Wolf listened. And below in the valley that ran down to a little river, he heard the dry, angry, snarly, sing-song whine of a tiger who has caught nothing. And does not care if all the jungle knows it. The wine had changed to a sort of humming purr that seemed to come from every quarter of the compass. Man, said Father Wolf, showing all his white teeth, realizing it was a man Sher Khan was after. Fah! Are there not enough beetles and frogs in the tanks, that he must eat man, and on our ground too? The law of the jungle forbids any beast to eat man. The real reason for this is that man-killing means sooner or later the arrival of white men on elephants, with guns and hundreds of brown men, with gongs and rockets and torches. The purr grew louder and ended in a full throated ah. of the tiger's charge then there was a howl <coughs> an untigerish howl from Sher Khan he has missed said mother wolf what is it father wolf ran out a few paces and heard Sher Khan muttering and mumbling savagely as he tumbled about in the scrub. The fool had no more sense than to jump at a woodcutter's campfire and has burnt his feet, said Father Wolf with a grunt. The is with him. Something is coming uphill, said Mother Wolf, twitching one ear. Get ready. Man? He snapped. A man's cub! Look! Directly in front of him, holding on a low branch, stood a naked brown baby who could just walk. As soft and as dimpled a little atom as ever came to a wolf's cave at night, he looked up into Father Wolf's face and laughed. Is that a man's cub? said Mother Wolf. I have never seen one. Bring it here. A wolf, accustomed to moving his own cubs, can, if necessary, mouth an egg without breaking it. And though Father Wolf's jaw closed right on the child's back, not a tooth even scratched the skin as he laid it down among the cubs. How little, how naked, and how bold, said Mother Wolf softly. The baby was pushing his way between the cubs to get close to a warm hide. Aha! He's taking his meal with the others. And so this is a man's cub. Now, was there ever a wolf that could boast of a man's cub among her children? He's all together without hair. And I could kill him with a touch of my foot. But see, he looks up and is not afraid, said father wolf. The moonlight was blocked out of the mouth of the cave for Sher Khan's great square head and shoulders were thrust into the entrance. The baki behind him was squeaking. My lord, my lord, it went in there. Sher Khan does us great honor, said Father Wolf addressing him. What does Sher Khan need? Mm, my query. A man's cub went this way, said Sheer Khan. Its parents have run off. Give it to me. The wolves are free people, said Father Wolf. They take orders from the head of the pack and not from any striped cattle killer. The man's cub is ours to kill if we choose. Sher Khan was not happy. His roar filled the cave with thunder. The roar was answered by Mother Wolf. She shook herself clear of the cubs and sprang forward. Her eyes like two green moons in the darkness. Facing the blazing eyes of Sher Khan. And it is I, Raksha, the demon who answers. The man's cub is mine. He shall not be killed. He shall live to run with the pack and to hunt with the pack. Father Wolf looked on amazed. He had almost forgotten the days When he won mother wolf in fair fight from five other wolves when she ran in the pack and was not called the demon for compliments sake. Sher Khan might have faced father wolf but he could not stand up against mother wolf. Each dog barks in his own yard. We will see what the pack will say to this fostering of man-cubs. The cub is mine, and to my teeth he will come in the end, O bush-tailed thieves. Mother Wolf threw herself down panting among the cubs. And Father Wolf said to her gravely, Sher Khan speaks this much truth. The cub must be shown to the pack. Will you still keep him, mother? Keep him? She gasped. He came naked, by night, alone and very hungry. Yet he was not afraid. Look, he has pushed one of our babies to one side already. Lie still, little frog. Oh, Mowgli, for Mowgli the frog I will call you. The time will come when you will hunt Sher Khan as he has hunted you. But what will our pack say? Said Father Wolf. The law of the jungle says very clearly that any wolf may, when he marries, withdraw from the pack he belongs to. But as soon as his cubs are old enough to stand on their feet, He must bring them to the pack council, which is generally held once a month at full moon in order that the other wolves may identify them.